0: This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time to be taken on a journey on the DJ Mac Travel Show, only on Plains FM. Hello and welcome to today's show. Uh, this is one of our first shows of the year and we're going to be making a number of changes to the show and we're, we're basically looking for some more content. As you uh, may all be well aware, I own a um, travel company called Identity Tours and we offer tour packages um, around New Zealand and also overseas. And we sort of do guided tours and our main focus of our business is around people with some form of disability, um, maybe physical to intellectual disability and getting them out and about into the community. And so one of the things that we've discovered or had a problem with this, this show, well not so much a problem but um, struggled with, is content. And as you're aware, um, due to the nature of the business that I own, um. We've created this show around that, um, talking about our activities and what we've been up to over the year, or each show has sort of talks about the experiences that we've encountered um, on our travels. And that's all really, really good. Um, But as you're aware, over this year, we've. um, had issues with traveling overseas and so therefore our content has dropped away a little bit. So that's where you guys come in. We are wanting to see um, if anyone would like to contribute to the show, if you've got an experience or a story to tell about uh, travel. Um, we are more than happy to have a bit of a discussion with you and, and make a show out of what, what um, and then share your experiences. And we're also using a, um, different ways of doing that now. You don't have to come into the studio here at Plains FM. Um, we can come to you and we can set up a, a small um, recording and, and basically go to it, talk about in a general uh, conversation. About how your um, experiences went and, and what you enjoyed, and, and everything. So And it also becomes part of a documentation of, of your event as, as, as such. So, if you would be interested in doing that, please contact us here at um, Plains FM and um, make um, yeah, make yourself known and we'll be more than happy to um, come and have a chat to you. We're also wanting to get out and about into the community and so um, yeah, we, we may meet on the street somewhere or at an event or some sort of tour and um, just have a bit of a quick chat about um, your experiences and how things have changed for your travel experiences over the, um, the year or the last two years since COVID-19 has been amongst us and, and how things have changed in the travel business itself. The other side of it as well, which I know we can't travel overseas or if we choose to travel overseas, we have to be aware that we have a quarantine facility coming back into New Zealand. Um, and so sort of had this, there's this two um, fields of Um, discussion over the years and people talk about it uh, sometimes you know in groups of do you see New Zealand first and then travel overseas later on or do you travel overseas first and then basically see New Zealand when you're in more of a retirement age or you're older and maybe finished work. My my idea is that you should travel overseas as soon as you can or as soon as you can afford to um, and experience as much as you possibly can while you're in your younger years and then experience New Zealand more as a retired person where um, long distance travel won't be such a... Um, you know, um, draining on your, on, on your age as, as such, if you know what I mean. And, and you can enjoy the overseas travel when you're younger and travel around New Zealand when you're older. And I think that's a much better idea um, as a future going forward but at the moment we are relatively all stuck here in New Zealand and we have to enjoy this great country of ours and um, yeah and that's where we're sort of heading to now. So we're going to cover off three places this morning or this afternoon during today's show Um, one is Quail Island, the other one is Lake Hood in South Canterbury and also um, our Akaroa which is around about an hour away from Christchurch on a sort of a good day. And um, Quail Island, we'll start there. Quite interesting in the fact that it used to be a quarantine facility and um, something that we um, probably can all understand at the moment in some of the things that we've been dealing with, with lockdowns and vaccines and just COVID-19 itself. So Quail Island, It's um it actually gets its name from... The um, first Europeans arriving here in New Zealand um, and finding a lot of native quail birds on the island and thus that's how it got its name. It has been used as a quarantine facility and also as a leprosy conley um, in the early years around about um, from 1851 onwards. and was a quarantine station during that period of time. Um, between 1906 through to 1925 it was used as a, for leprosy for, um, until more um, advanced um, medication was able to control that, that disease. Um, the island was also used by um, Shackleton and also um, Scott on their um, expeditions down to Antarctica, so it was used as a training facility for those um, people, um, those those men, to um, get accustomed and get themselves ready before the long journey to the South Antarctic, um, and to explore the the South Pole. As such, um, it also was used as a farming um, facility. There was um, cows and a the dairy there, uh, milking cows and so forth, and growing produce. At, Farmer, a number of farmers um, would sell over into um, Littleton, and also used to grow potatoes, of all things. And now, today, um, if you were to travel to the island today, um, it is a public um, reserve. As such, it is a um, basically a wildlife sanctuary, and. um, It is open to the public. And there are a number of ways to get there. Um, The first way is through um, Black Cat Cruises. And they can um, offer a number of services. Basically two sailings a day um, there and back. And one sailing in the afternoon, um, which is basically a return service unless you're traveling over there and you've booked yourself um, to stay the night. So, that's a number of ways of getting there. Black Cat Services or Black Cat Cruises um, from Littleton Harbour, which also operates in services to Diamond Harbour and also have um, a number of boats operating out of Akaroa as well. They operate a service from Littleton Harbour to um, Quail Island, one starting at around 10, 10.30, another one at 12.30 and the last one of the day um, to exit the island around about 3.30. So they um, manage that um, for the islands um, to get backwards and forwards and um, yeah, an interesting um well, very pleasant way to get to the island. You can also travel if you have your own boat, um, travel to the island yourself, and um, there's no restrictions to that. The main thing is mainly just to be aware: um, pets uh, are not really permitted on the island as it is a wildlife sanctuary, and also um, all there's no rubbish bins there. There are toilet facilities, um, but basically day facilities, and um, all rubbish um, or that you take. Um, over should be brought back with you which is an important thing otherwise there's no rubbish bin facilities or services required you know operating on the island itself. We travelled on um, the 1230 and um, we took a picnic lunch and we wandered round to a beach area to the south of the island. Um, there was a strong northerly blowing at the time when we were there so it was really nicely sheltered. And a group of us sat and had lunch while another group went for a bit of a wander around the island. Now um, if you want to spend more time there and explore the island, I suggest that you travel on the morning ferry um, and then come back on the 3.30 and spend the whole day there. So there are a number of things that are quite interesting about the island. Mainly there is a walking track right around the island. There are the remains of the quarantine facility and also the leprosy um, huts for the people that were suffering from that disease. And there's also a graveyard of around about seven ships um, that have sort of been beached to sort of spend their days um, sort of decaying and rotting away on the shoreline and you can see these the, the shipwreck bay as it's called um, as you wander around the island. Um, there's also a dock hut on the island as well and um, it is the best thing is to book that um, and you can also, it's probably not a bad idea to become part of a membership of dock um, and be part of a, a network of huts and, and accommodation and parks that are around New Zealand that are open to um, for um, camping and all types of activities. So um, that, that website is um, DOC, so doc.govt.nz dot dot and so go onto there, register yourself there and um, then you're able to book yourself a night on the island um, staying in the Dock Hut or the Department of Conservation accommodation on the island itself. It's well worth a visit, Um, and like I I sort of said before, um, if you want to spend the whole day there, travel over in the morning and come back in the afternoon. Um, Like I also, we went over in the uh, midday and spent the afternoon there and then travelled back. And um, on the 3.30, um, Black Cat cruisers offered two boats on the return, um, basically because of the number of people that travelled over on their morning and lunchtime service um, required two boats to come back. So it was good. The weather was a little bit rough, but um, it was um, not unpleasant to travel back and didn't actually take very long, around about half an hour um, or just under. So it was... Um, Excellent journey over there. The weather was good and we were able to find reasonable shelter even though the northerly was um, well and truly um, away um, for the day, if you know what I mean, it was very blustery. But it was good. So the next part of um, travelling around um, Canterbury, sort of finding things to do during the day, um, maybe during the weekend or or even during the week, depending on um, what your working environment or what you're doing, Um, lately is all about. So Lake Hood. So Lake Hood is um, to the south of Ashburton and it's not out of the, it's um, sort of out of the town area. It's um, down by Tynwald which is the southern suburb of um, Ashburton. Now Ashburton on a a reasonably good day will take you just over an hour um, to travel that way. One, to go a different way, um, go down towards Lincoln and then head out to Leaston. Um, There's some great little shops in Leaston on the way, Um, stop and get a coffee. Um, Also down to Southbridge. Now Southbridge is another small town in that area. It's a little bit out of the way, Southbridge, if you are wanting to um, have a look around there but it is a nice little um, country town and um, we bought an ice cream and, and a drink on the way down. On the way to Lake Hood, there so excellent place, and Leiston again. But back to Leiston is a good little um, country town as well, and um, yeah, nice cafes and a number of antique um, shops to have a look at on the way through. Now, if you're travelling that way, Leiston through Leiston, um, you'll come out just north of the Rakaia. Um, River Bridge and then you basically it's one of the only places to cross just there and then head down towards Ashburton. Um, once again Ashburton is more um, a little bit I think underrated as a regional town. There's quite a lot of um, things there to have a look at. The botanical gardens are one thing that are definitely worth a walk around just for a bit of a stretch of your legs or just maybe a toilet break and also um, not far. From the Botanical Gardens is the Ashburton uh, Museum on the right-hand side as you're heading south. Um, once again, really, really nice little town to go to. Um, the museum is worth a look. Um, it won't take too much of a time, maybe an hour at the most, and then also a number of the main street of the shops. Of Ashburton, um, mainly have a lot of the main high street stores that you would find here in Christchurch, but um, has some nice little coffee shops and is um, yeah a lot of redevelopment has been happening in the main centre of town there, so that's um, also good too. So, um, moving south, you're heading south across the Ashburton River, um, heading down into Tinwald. You'll find signs um, pointing you to Lake Hood, and Lake Hood is approximately around about ten to fifteen minutes. Um, from the main road heading towards the coast. And it is uh, basically, uh, it was sort of a bit of a swampy land area and also was made up of a quarry and has, um, was basically turned into a recreational facility. Um, and there's quite a lot of things going on there. So there's a lot of um, residential development happening there at the moment. Um, they have turned parts of the lake into a canal facility so you can have a, a home there, with um, the backyard or the area of the back of the house, can um, exits out onto a canal, a bit like what's happening in the Gold Coast, um, but this is happening in Ashburton area, and so you can um, have a jet ski or ski boat or some form of boat tied up to a wharf at the back of your. Um, backyard of your property and um, you have access to the lake. So the lake is around about 2.5 kilometres long and is probably well, maybe 500 um, metres to maybe a kilometre wide in in different areas and it's um, obviously a freshwater lake and it is open for jet skiing, and um, sailing and um, water skiing and all types of water activities, kayaking and and so forth. The lake does close at certain times of the year and um, just some dates that are coming up where the lake is actually closed at the moment um, in February on the 27th and the 28th for the um, Canterbury Junior Regatta so that's rowing and also on the 28th of March, sorry, from the 18th to the 21st of March um, the Akaroa Dragon, Dragon Boat. Um. Champs will be held there and there's a number of other events but basically just go to their website, if you just go to lakehood.co.nz um, it comes up with a whole lot of information about what's going on on the lake itself and um, if you want to buy a property there it also has details on um, the community, the story and things to do. So when we went to LakeHood, we actually um, travelled there to go for a barbecue. So we had a, um, we, this was on Waitangi Day, um, we went there for Waitangi Day a barbecue with um, identity tours and it was um, really, really nice. And so the barbecues um, are covered and they're an electric, um, no sorry, they're a gas and uh, you push the button and um, away it goes. So You don't have to pay for the barbecue. Um, the only thing really you have to do is just make sure that you take, um, Cleaning equipment to find, leave it as you find it and um, basically clean it down. It's got a um, stainless steel type top and um, self draining um, ability to for all the rubbish and food products that you know. You, to clean up afterwards to drain away too. Um, Constantly you might need to keep pushing the barbecue button um, to keep it going. I think we did it about three times over the period of cooking our um, barbecue. There's also picnic tables there available um, but the barbecue situation is really, really good. It means you don't have to take your own barbecue and um, yeah. It's um, easy to clean, easy to pack up and it was a great day to be there. We watched a number of um, boating activities, um, people on jet skis and a number of people um, water skiing and um, that, was, that was really good, really entertaining. Um, the surrounding area is basically a lot of arable farming um, and also dairy. So it's very, very flat as you can imagine um, and there's a number of um, Gravel roads. So if, if you're not too keen on, if you know leaving the leaving Lake Hood and sort of doing a bit of a tiki tour around, you may find that um, you end up on a gravel road. And so if you're not so confident on those, um, then just maybe return back to the main road, um, and then decide what you're wanting to do. We. Travelled along a road called Boundary Road which then brought us right down towards Hines and then we got back onto the main road and headed back to Christchurch. Um, Yeah, and So we sort of went via Leaston and um, Southbridge on the way down and then sort of had a bit of a tiki tour back towards um, Christchurch itself. So the next place to talk about is basically a place that many of us go to over the weekends or make a, if we have family and friends arriving into Christchurch we would normally maybe either head off to Hamner Springs or we head across into Banks Peninsula and we head to um, Akaroa. And one of the things that we do at Identity Tours um, with Akaroa is we pop over there to see, um, go to Fish and Chips. There are a number of, um, there were two places that um Provide a, a good meal of fish and chips. One is Akaroa Fish and Chips on the waterfront, um, which is a very, very um, good restaurant and place to go for fish and chips. And the other one is just up by the um, where are we? Up by the library and the school, and um, that's um, also another good place to go to. But there's heaps of um, really, really good. Um, Restaurants and cafes um, in both parts of the town, on the waterfront part of the town and then back towards where the Foursquare is. There's also the Giant's House which is definitely worth checking out. A lot of mosaic and gardens and a very old um, villa. in, in the township itself. Where, like we said, we travel over there um, for fish and chips and then we normally um, have a bit of a walk along the waterfront, head down to the wharf and then maybe just um, just enjoy the atmosphere just to be out of Christchurch and um, just really to see a different part of um, the Canterbury area as which is um, Banks Peninsula. Um, Travelling around... Um, the peninsula itself, there's a number of places you can sort of search for. Basically Christchurch um, to uh, Little River is a good stopping point. Um, and once again there's a number of cafes. The railway Railroad Station there um, is a good little shop just for antiques, and well not so much antiques but souvenirs. And also there's a little bit of a display of the history of the railroad into um, Little River. Um, and obviously... Climbing over the um, the summit road into uh, over into over the hill into Ikarawa, is just to be aware of um, just the traffic. Some people <laughs> do do some weird things um, and do pass you in some of the most um, awkward or the weirdest places. So just be aware of traffic behind you if you're just just choosing to go a little bit slower. And then you've got the summit road, which will take you down to Okane's Bay. Now, Okane's Bay is. Um, Relatively very very steep, so just be once again be aware of the of the the drive itself and 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 take your time is the main thing. Remember you're sightseeing and you're on holiday, so just um, you know take your time. Um, Okane's Bay is um, definitely worth a, a good look. Depending on what the weather is doing, um, sometimes I've been there and the north west is blowing or the it's coming the the weather is coming in from the north and it can get very very windy. Um, but it is. Um, there's a camping ground there and there's access to the beach. Um, and just be aware that some people do drive onto the beach with four wheel drive vehicles. So just be aware um, of that. Um, we obviously don't drive onto the beach but we do walk down there. It is quite a vast open space and there are a number of nesting birds and um, local animal wildlife and so forth to be aware of. So but. Definitely worth a visit. Travelling up out of O'Kane's Bay, you can then travel right around the Summit Road and um, head back down into Akaroa itself. Um, Searching around Akaroa, there's a lot of places you can eat, like I mentioned before. And there's a number of market days as well, just on on a Sunday, uh, mostly in Akaroa itself. And also just... um, yeah places to stay have a bit of a look around there's a number of places on the waterfront by the wharf um, a lot of holiday homes that are around as well and so it's just a matter of um, doing a bit of a google search to see if you do choose to stay the night um, definitely worth a look coming back um, through from Akaroa, um of course you've got devotions and there's a number of walks around that area as well um, to have a look around as well but um, i Preferably I like Akaroa, I think there's a lot more things happening there and it can be a lot, um, yeah, much better place to sort of hang out with. Coming back, um, down back through Little River, um, you can then um, go to Burlings Flat um, which is an interesting place in itself, um, it's a very rocky beach. And um, then you've also got Lake um, Ellesmere along that way as well, which is also a little bit off the beaten track. But um, if you've got the time, definitely have a look around in that area. Um, Obviously um, look out for uh, Motukaraka Raceway as well. Um, They have harness racing there, which can also be, that's a real traditional country um, race course. And so if you can... um, basically um, find your way there, that um, is um, yeah, definitely um, a nice place to sort of spend the afternoon if you're into horse racing or just enjoy watching horses um, in that type of environment as well. The, the whole area has a lot to offer if you're just into sightseeing. Or if you're into walking and tramping or just going swimming and and so forth there's also um other boating activities like as I mean we mentioned about quail island um black cat Cruises operate her. Uh, dolphin safari and watching dolphins and swimming with dolphins in that area as well and also you've got the fox 2 um, sailing boat that also leaves from Akarara so yeah, there's a number of things you can just choose to chill out in the township for the day or you could possibly travel over there for um, an activity of some sort Okay, well that's it for today I hope you've um, some of the information that we've um, been able to sort of pass on to you has been helpful and um, yeah if you're interested in uh, coming and talking to us and sharing an experience or a travel event that you've done um, then please contact us here at um, Plains FM. So um, yeah hopefully um, it doesn't get too hot and too unbearable today and um, yeah we'll talk to you all very soon. Thank you and um, goodbye. If you like today's show and would like to hear it again, please go to plainsfm.org.nz and download the podcast by searching the DJ Mac Travel Show. If you would like more information and would like to talk to someone, maybe myself, then please call us on 0800-196633 and that's at Identity Tours here in Christchurch. Thank you and have a good week.